to say yes sir and then the bible goes on to say eh eh if you are obedient you are calling the bible ala ba shake bredo sokolo hey hallelujah ah no let's do this thing give me first peter chapter 3 i feel the anointing to teach this thing if the light goes on it's not enough it's not enough for the light to go on the bible says the light shines No, my life will not just go on. It's not enough that you cleared. You have to be excellent. Your life, no, 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 it's, it's not enough that you feel before. And he has put all things under his side, under his side. The Lord has been speaking to me about our next phase of life all of us as individuals and as a ministry. There are some things that God has been indicating in my spirit and when I look at their levels and where I am right now I began to feel like there's a need to increase capacity. There's a need to increase capacity. So I began to pray and I, I sometimes I like to be honest before God. I began to say to God increase my capacity. <laughs> Cuz I was saying <sighs> You know why you just say <sighs> when you look at the mountain before you is giving <sighs> vibes. You are just sighing because you don't know you are like okay wow is this what god wants me to do you want to ask him lord maybe let me pray about it then i come back to you <laughs> because the capacity is just you don't feel like you have it some of you when you just share with me some of the dreams you have the things you want to do you don't have capacity for those things the miracles you want to see in your life the money you want to touch the kind of wedding you want to have where you want to stay the kind of organization you want to build the way you want to start giving to the work of god when you look at where you are now and the pastor is mentioning 30 bin <sighs> i don't even get my point capacity. So there are some things that God has been indicating to me in my spirit. Some of you just say well, you want to help your relatives. There's capacity you need to build or let me just put it this way. There's capacity you don't feel like you have. How many have ever felt like that? Like you need an increase in capacity. So I was praying around 01 and I was praying fervently asking increase my capacity increase my i was just on god's doorstep wherever it is knocking increase my capacity just do something do something and then immediately i began to have fellowship with the spirit of god then he began to tell me that there 
the kind of capacity you are looking for is not given, it is built. The kind of capacity you are looking for is not given, it is built. I think there's capacity which can be given, but there's also capacity which is built. Ability which is built. So I asked the Lord, what do you mean? Then he began to take me to the parable of the talents. And when you read the parable of the talents, the first thing it says is that to one he gave how many? Two, right? Then to another he gave five. Then to another he gave one. So, um, then he says, each one according to their or ability. That means there was an initial ability that each of them had. So, the one who was capable of handling two talents had a capacity that could accommodate the two. The one who had five had a God-given capacity to accommodate the five. And the one to whom one talent was given was because God had given him the ability to manage one thing. But God then began to show me that the only way that the one who had five could increase to ten when he had the capacity of five is at first he began by increasing his capacity. So there is an initial capacity that God gives us. And that initial capacity can accommodate a certain amount of responsibility. It can accommodate a certain amount of multitasking. It can accommodate a certain level of business, involvement, investments is an initial capacity that God gives all of us and these capacities are different one from the other. Even just when it comes to your gifts and callings, there is an initial capacity that God gives you, your ability to sing. There is an initial capacity that God gives you. You can go to this extent. But then, if you want to sing like other people or if you want to make money like other people or if you want to invest like other people, it means for you to be able to handle those levels of investments, those levels of giftings, those levels of generosity, you need to build your capacity first. And the good news is that it is possible for you to increase your initial capacity. No one was ever called by God and was told that the capacity you have is the one you will have forever. The ability that you have is the one you will have forever. When I started out in ministry, there are some things I never had. I was a single pastor and I was not able to keep other pastors. I was not able to put someone on salary. I was not able to do those things. I was not able to sponsor someone to school. The things I was not able to do. We were not able to pay for a building like this for crying out loud. You know, when we started out, <clears throat> we were paying 400 kwacha per Sunday. 150. LT1. We were paying 150. Then we moved to Siwela. Because we were in LT1 and G7. Then we moved well, a bit more permanently. And there the money went up 400. And I had to give a whole speech about how God has increased us. So we need to get ready to give. And we'll be paying 400. And then now we had to move to go to town. And in town we were paying 500. We had the capacity for 150. Then we grew to 400. Then now our capacity increased to 100 kwacha more. And we are paying 
per Sunday 500, per Sunday 500. Then we felt like we couldn't exist there anymore. We couldn't coexist with the many churches that were there. Why? Because we have always felt like we were called to be separate. We've always felt like we can't be where there's everyone. Like there they are singing, they are praising the same God. We are getting offended because they're too noisy. You get my point. And some people are okay with that. But we were not comfortable. So we felt like we, we had to move. I remember one time we didn't like something that happened. And we went out and addressed the church outside. And I said, we can't be here anymore. We need to find a new venue. And after looking for some time, we found a venue at Playhouse, which was costing how much? Five pin per month. From two pin to five pin, capacity had increased. And then afterwards, we felt like we couldn't be here anymore. Our capacity had enlarged. So since our capacity had enlarged, the gifts and talents that we were hosting were few for the capacity we had built. The number of people that we were holding, where we were, it couldn't accommodate us. In the spirit, our capacity had increased to maybe having over 500 people. Yet where we, are, we were could only accommodate how many people? So our capacity had enlarged so much. Or let me put it this way. Our gifts had enlarged so much. The people that we had were so much that the capacity we are operating at was calling for an increase. We had to increase, so we had to go to another place where we were paying 10,000 kwacha. When we are now moving here, we didn't want, we were forced. So it means we had to increase our capacity against our will. Have you ever met people who are young, but because of where they found, they are white? She's blind. So the kid who was like nine years old is the one who would run around, beg for food, get peaceworks, and she had to enlarge her, her, her young sister. Her capacity had to enlarge because her responsibilities were to someone who is 30, no more nine years old. So her capacity had to grow to someone who is 30, to someone who is 28. Meanwhile, there is nowhere you can get a proper place for good for one week, for the whole month, day in, day out, without paying at least 30 pin. And what you were paying before was a 10 pin. So what you need to do is to increase your capacity. Now imagine God is showing you that you are in a place where you are paying 5 pin. And God is showing you in a, a, that you are going to a place where you are going to be paying 30 pin. You don't have the capacity because sometimes even to raise that same 5 pin, you have to preach giving sermons for 2 hours. Then one or two brethren get inspired to give something. <laughs> so something has to happen your capacity has to reach the 30 pin mark and even whilst we are here you know we are, we are enlarging our capacity to be able to pay 24 pin per month for this building we are still organizing ourselves but I believe it is done meanwhile I'm feeling like God is increasing our capacity to own our own land and start building or to buy a whole building to ourselves are you seeing that so there is an initial capacity God calls you with and he gives it to you. But there is an expectation that God will not increase your capacity. You will have to increase your capacity. Why? Because increasing your capacity is a function of faith and not just divine intervention. There is a kind of capacity building 
which must be an act of faith and not a work of God. God could be waiting for you to increase your capacity before he can, he can increase the goods that are coming to you. And in order to do that for purposes of working with God, it has to be a work of faith. There are some things you must do in the spirit so that you enlarge yourself to be able to do the things that you feel like God wants you to do. You know what I'm teaching is a prophetic word. I'm trying to explain uh, a prophecy. I'm trying to explain revelation. So, again, God took me to Isaiah 54. In Isaiah 54, before God, before God would bring down the blessings of the barren woman, what did he tell her? He, to, he tells her to enlarge her capacity. He says, sing, O barren woman, and increase the size of your tent. Extend its cord and do not spare. Because many are the, will be the children of the barren woman than the children of the one who is fruitful. Are you seeing that? But before those children come, God is telling this barren woman to first increase the house. Are you seeing that now? How do you increase the size of your house when you can't see the children if it is not going to be by faith. So we are increasing our capacity because we are believing that God is going to, to make it rain blessings. And when God wants to do a great job, a lot of times he will begin to change your mind, to increase your capacity, your ability to dream. So he goes to to Abraham and he tells him count the stars because as many as the stars are that's how many children you are going to have before those children come can come into manifestation Abraham needs to expand his thinking and start thinking like a father he needs to start thinking no not you are going to be a father you can't behave like that anymore no I bought I bought a drink here I just bought a drink yesterday in Efkaf. How many stomachs do you have in one person in this house? <clears throat> you are behaving <laughs> like the barren woman. You see? But now, God wants to enlarge your capacity. First, before there is a manifestation. That's why he says, even with tithe, God says, try me in this and see if I will not open the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing that you will not have room, you will not have capacity. So God sometimes even knows that even if he pours a blessing, we don't have capacity. So sometimes our issue is that we don't have the blessing. It's because we have not yet even just mentally built capacity. Because what God is trying to do in the life of Abraham is firstly to give him the mindset of a father. You are going to have children as many as the sons of the earth. So if you now know that you are going to have this many number of children, there's a way you talk to kids. There's a way you talk to those in your house. Now you, you don't have any child. Say, no, don't worry. Uh, you, you, why do you behave like you're my father? Don't worry. I know what I'm doing. Why do you, you see? It's because God is trying to stretch you. And it begins firstly with your mind. What's happening with your mind? The way you hold on to money. You know that people when they have a hundred kwacha. Hey, 
But God wants you to behave rich. You know, rich people rarely work with money. You just find them with a card. And they will easily just give money like this. It, it, it just grow a habit. When you are going on a bus with a friend, once in a while you pay for the bus. When you are going to do hair, you carry your friend. You say, no, no, let's go. I've got something. Let's go. You go with them. Do their hair. Because when you do that, you are in love capacity. There's something that you are believing God for. Are you listening to me? There's something you are believing God for. It, you see, you are seeing yourself getting six points or A+. Plus. Meanwhile, the way you are thinking, you are, you are, you are, it's a strategic plan to fail. It's a deliberate move to make sure that you just fail. The way you are sleeping. The way you are behaving. Capacity. You are not growing your capacity. That's what I'm saying. It's a walk of faith. And, and not every time, but sometimes you want to be in a relationship with, with at least someone who's a believer. When you just come in church, you run away. You're so busy with your life cooking for people at home. They've never even said thank you eating your food. Just wait a bit at church. Wait a bit. <clears throat> Amen. Yeah. And some gentlemen, if you, if you could just buy a new shirt, you know, and find a proper haircut. <laughs> you could have a haircut like Mimi, I'm already married. <laughs> smell good. And smell good doesn't mean buying perfume. It just means bath. Pay attention. Just pay attention to yourself properly. So that when you're talking, yeah, when you're talking to a sister, she doesn't remind, she doesn't remember a song. It's your breath. <laughs> so yeah, capacity, capacity, capacity. So capacity, yeah. So God, God wants us to, God sometimes will help us to grow our capacity. But some examples, he will expect us to do it ourselves. Because the example of the, of the parable of the talents is that our capacity. And when the master came, you know, the guy who had won was blaming the master. He said, it's your fault, you gave me one city. They went and traded. As you begin to trade, as you begin to do things, your capacity will be enlarging. Some of you just need to visit some places. You see who there you find out. You are afraid of lawyers' offices. You don't even know. You just think they're expensive. No, it's because in your head there's a cheapness that needs to come out. Before I, you just need to go and find out. So how do you do this? When someone wants to buy a house, what do they need to do? Before I, before I first tell me how much your services are, me I don't have. You know, you just have try. You don't, as you go there, you start learning some of things you never knew. Your capacity is increasing. Even for the agriculture you want to do, you just say, no, me, I want to farm. But you've never talked to any, you don't even, you don't have patience for Google. The moment you start reading about how to farm pineapples, two sentences, you say, oh, this is long. You are tired. Two sentences. Your capacity is too small. You don't read. Let me tell you something. When I was at the university, one of the greatest 
tools I ever got from there was capacity to research. I learned to find answers. Because I was in a class where they would just tell you what, today uh, you are going to learn about um, ousting jurisdiction. Huh? You mean outing? No, ousting. Okay. Uh, so, read the case of so and so. Bye. I had a lecturer like that. You go, you find the case, it's 20 pages. Wow, just what I needed. You study. You study, there's all kinds of jargon. And I met her just last week in, in Pick and Pay. And I looked at her, I remember the exam she prepared for me. I decided, you know what, get a 500. <laughs> just to thank her. Because she trained me to think. I didn't like it at first. Because where I came from, they were spoon feeding me. But now this woman, she said, hey, so I gave you a case last week. Uh, did you read it? Three hands uh, are raised. Then she starts asking questions. Eh, nice. Then they argue. Nice. Okay, end of class. Chapwa. Test next week. They believe in a Socratic. So I, from there, I learned that I'm, I can find answers. It's a decision to be ignorant in an age of information. Nish, you've just decided that us, we are not going to know. No, why are we not going to know? Because you've just decided it's a Zankala ignorant. Just read. And if you don't want to read the wrong stuff, ask questions. Other problem with your generation, you are impatient. Your reels are 30 seconds. The moment is 31 seconds, you are offended. Why is this reel too long? It's because your patience is short. How many of you just sit down in an one, one hour, same one, on a normal day, without going to check out people who are doing back summers on real? <laughs> on reels. So it's because your so God, I pray for this generation because I don't know how many God is going to work with. For example, when it comes to isolation, God wants to work with you, and there's a level of power you have to walk walking. You can't leave your phone for one hour and just pray. Put it aside. You behave like, no, first you need to be listening to worship choruses. Meanwhile, you are checking out like a WhatsApp. So you are not enlarging your capacity. There is a problem that is there. So capacity building becomes a work of faith. Again, the Bible tells us about the woman who was told by Elisha that in order for her to have so much oil, she has to look for jars. She has to look for vessels. And the Bible says that as long as she kept having vessels, the talents kept coming. The oil kept pouring. But the moment she stopped enlarging her capacity, when the son said there's nowhere to borrow anymore, there's no more jugs for... Then the oil stopped flowing. So the moment that you stop being hungry to learn some more. You know, there are people who've listened. You find they've listened to the man of God so much that somehow they think they know what he's going to talk about. You have, you've, just, you've just taken spiritual piriton. You will sleep. You will stop growing. So you always have to come empty 
ready to learn. Even things you've heard before, you need to be open-minded in order to consistently grow your capacity because the fruits that you're going to bear and the reward that you're going to get will be dependent on the fruits that you produced, which is dependent on your capacity to produce those fruits, which is dependent on you to grow that capacity. Now, the faith that you need to grow your capacity is born in positive, fearless, deliberate confessions in your personal time. Don't say it's too hot. You know, for some people, it's too hot to pray. They want to pray, they're just, whew, pour water on yourself, go outside and start praying. They think you're a madman. It's okay. Who told you that your faith is normal? The things you say, the things you do, which are not there. So it will be nothing new. Positive fire. You should see me in my alone time. The things I say, I even check sometimes if anyone is listening. And that's how I have been from 2011. Forceful confessions. Forceful confessions. Don't leave things to chance. See, I, I will tell you about how to enlarge your capacity by faith. It's going to sound very corporate, but meaning it will be very spiritual. Because most acts of faith begin in the flesh, but they trigger spiritual force that manifests. It. Many acts of faith begin in the spirit. Even if you want to have an inspiration to pray, when you begin speaking in tongues, it looks like you are just picking up force. You are just doing it in the flesh. But then there will be a notch in the spirit that will suddenly be clicked. A lot of times we are praying for people who are not feeling well. We tell them energy. So many of the things that you do in faith to expand your capacity begin in the flesh. It's the things you do. Confessions you make. You see, I want to now tell you the ways of increasing your capacity. Huh? This is one of those moments where you don't sleep. So when we come back next week, oh, in part two, I want to take you through a journey of enlarging your capacity. He wants to pour out. The graces he wants to pour out. The money he wants you to have. There's got to be a level of capacity. The works that God wants you to do and as a ministry, God wants you to produce in the next phase of our lives, individually and as a ministry, anyone connected to this grace, they were telling it. So what I'm giving you, I was talking to someone yesterday and I was saying to them, they were telling me, uh, what word do you have for the blessing? I was saying to them, you could condemn my word, maning. Me, I don't have a word for you. I have a blessing for you. So I was saying to them, listen, it may, it may not happen, depending on your involvement. I can tell you that I'm seeing you making 29 million. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a good word. But, but what's better? Me telling you I see you making 29 million and me saying, I just want to bless you to empower you with ability to make millions. I don't even know how much. Maybe God has 29 million and I'm speaking by the spirit I don't know. Then I lay hands on you or I teach you and you grow capacity. Which one is better? Eh? The latter, right? 
That's what we are doing. When I teach you how to grow your capacity, it's an empowerment for the things that are going to come in the next phase of our lives as a ministry and as individuals. What I'm going to teach you is not just for the ministry, it's for your personal life. These are some of those things where when you learn, you hold, you hold firm to them. You hold on. You meditate upon them. Because, you see, from the, I was going to teach you the last two. The last two strategic mistakes from the book of Genesis. But then last night, I felt unprepared to take a detour. Because God says, quickly begin to prepare an enlargement of their... You see, I will tell you this. Uh, I sent some of our leaders to come and check the amount here, right? 43 pin, the amount here. And then they happily came back and told me 43 pin. Meanwhile, we are, ten, we are paying 10 pin where we are for it. I just said, no, it's not going to work. Meanwhile, I had a dream. That dream, God took the only four buildings and he said, I have consecrated these buildings for your meetings. And what, the only building I saw when I woke up was this one. So I told me, Pastor, this is the amount you need to pay. I, I didn't even tell them the dream I had. I just said to them, uh, let's look elsewhere. But in my heart, have for change. Revelation of what places God would rather uh, we have for church service. So what happened is, them and have a small building and they have few people and I asked them how much do you pay here and they said 40 pin per month I said Lord we are jokers <laughs> we are sorry so God had to expose me when I came back I, I started convincing my leaders let's just go talk to them push meanwhile do you know how many ministries without how many ministries have reached Quint when we are doing night of Thanksgiving, at the same time we were renovating this place, thousands of watchers, thousands. I mean, we were spending thousands. By imagining that we could do it because our friends are doing it, I had been exposed to capacity building. And because it began with me, your pastor, it comes to you as well. And it matters, your pastor. It does matter. The size of his thinking. I'm not saying start finding out his size <laughs> of his brain. No, that's not your portion. Hallelujah. So you find that one key element of capacity building is exposure. The only way Abraham, I repeat, was going to, the only way Abraham was going to become a father of many nations, a grown man who's never had children, it was not going to be possible. So God had to take him for a walk. Can you see the stars? Yes, exposure. How many are they? <laughs> Only you can count. Good. Your children will be... Un so, as God was exposing him like that, the idea of becoming a father was being... Dumisani or any of... So, some of you need to be exposed. There's like a training that is happening. Dumisani or any of these business people are having a training. Yeah, those people, they just eat money. You will also not eat their money. Because you don't want to expose yourself. I've already given you number one, exposure. It's very, are you, and are you seeing that it seems like it's in the flesh? You're attending a meeting. How I was able to have a meeting in the stadium properly and I was happy was because I went to a It was born in me that we could do this thing. What are you exposing yourself to? Netflix. 
Something will be born in you. <laughs> but I don't know if it will increase your capacity or it will shrink it. Entertainment is good. But don't let it chew most of your time. Are you listening to me?